So, so Deputy Howard, let me ask you a question that's specific to what you do every day in Florida. Are the new marijuana policies for Florida affecting uh, the public safety and your citizens? Well, uh, excellent question, and I appreciate you asking that. I, I definitely think so. Um, I, I definitely think they're affecting us all negatively. And, and I'll, I'll say this about that. I understand why back in 2014, Florida, you know, legislature started a Compassionate Medical Cannabis Act. I, I get it. Um, at, at the same time, that act was never meant for uh, to allow people to be smoking and driving, right? Amendment 2, 2016, and then also amended in 2019. Now we have legalized smokable, quote, medical marijuana. Um, and, and that medical use is supposed to only be for a small number of, of uh, you know, afflictions, right? Uh, cancer, seizures, that kind of thing. But now um, it really has turned into dang near, you know, recreational marijuana use in Florida. And people think that they can go out and, and smoke a bunch of marijuana and then, and then drive without any, um, you know, penalties whatsoever. But uh, <clears throat> the dirty secret is, that medical marijuana impairment results in traumatic, serious bodily injury crashes and fatalities every single day. Whether they have a mer medical marijuana card or not, drug drivers are just as bad, if not worse, than uh, people intoxicated by alcohol. And those drug drivers that are impaired by marijuana, they kill children, grandparents, families every day. And um, I don't know about you, but I love my family and my friends and my fellow citizens in Florida and, and um, relaxed access to marijuana is not helping anyone. Um, I have a few statistics, if you'd like, uh, just some yes. things that I've done some research I was interested in. But does that answer your question? Yeah, it really does. I just wanted to follow up really quickly, and then I do want to hear those statistics. Mm -hmm. um, is it is it difficult, do you know, to get a medical marijuana card in your area? And also, do the people that you uh, do arrest for these think that this medical marijuana card makes it okay for them to drive high? Right. So, so great question. Um, <clears throat> you know, more than 50% of medical marijuana card holders admit to driving, right? And uh, in the state of Florida, like many states, even though we technically don't have a recreational marijuana law, it's just as easy as getting a pack of gum in order to get a medical marijuana card. You go in and say that you have headaches. So anymore, it's even uh, thanks to COVID, I guess, you can do it in an online situation. Um, log in. Pay your, pay your small, very small fee. And in a couple of days, your medical marijuana card shows up at your house. <laughs> Keep in mind, it's in Florida, it's supposed to mean low THC cannabis. It's supposed to be acquired from the medical marijuana treatment center. And uh, <clears throat> medical use doesn't immediately mean smoking. Per the statute, they have to go through multiple levels of uh, doctor interaction and all sorts of documentation in order to do that. But in Florida, like many states, as soon as you have that card, you can go to any open Florida dispensary and you can buy up to 20 packages of marijuana um, oh every gosh. 35 days. You can possess up to four ounces at one time, even, oh. though, in, even though in Florida, uh, possession of 20 grams or less is still technically a misdemeanor, right? 
possession of paraphernalia, use of paraphernalia is still separate misdemeanors. Um, But, you know, in the field, how are we supposed to tell without without any method of immediate distinguishing between high-grade cannabis and and low-grade THC cannabis, which is technically what people are supposed to be, you know, possessing and, and consuming? Yes. Yes. And all this while, of course, medical marijuana is still illegal under federal law, right? Um, exactly. So, it is illegal under federal law. Right. And we're trying At to least, keep it that way. I'm glad you are. Thank God you are. Um, you know, I have more than 20 years working the road, primarily in, in DUI and traffic enforcement. I've seen countless cases of medical marijuana impairment resulting in serious bodily injuries, fatalities. Um, <clears throat> You know, just in our county alone, just in little St. John's County with 275,000 residents, our traffic crash numbers have doubled in more than 10 years. Our DUI rates are up 500%. Oh, my gosh. And and more than 10% of the DUI cases just this year involve marijuana. Now, you Mm -hmm. may not think that that's very many, 10% of 650, but that's almost as many total DUIs as we had in 2012. So we're seeing a substantial increase in serious crashes, fatalities, and drugged drivers. And I can't think that it's not directly related to easier access to to high-grade cannabis, right, and marijuana. I think it's a travesty, and um, this is why I was so pleased when you guys asked me to join this, you know, join the group, uh, Parents Opposed to Pot, Jennifer's Messengers. Our sheriff and our sheriff's office have been working very hard to try to stop drug and drunk driving in the state of Florida. Unfortunately, the legislature are doing the exact opposite, in our opinion. Yes, that's what we're finding, uh, especially now in my state of Ohio. They're doing very little to stop this train. That's And, and, and another thing that I want to point out is my daughter lived in Ohio Uh, when she was killed by a marijuana impaired driver, we didn't have medical marijuana or recreational marijuana legalized in our state. So just because it's not in your state, this man traveled from Michigan. And uh, just so because it's not in your state doesn't keep you safe. So this is something we need to look at as a nation. Well, and I I hate to say this, uh, I happen to have been to Michigan this year. I happen to know that in the southeast corner of Michigan, which is very close to some big cities in Ohio, there are medical marijuana dispensaries all over. And if you start looking at all the vehicle tags that are coming in, they're all from Ohio. So exactly. that whole system continues. It continues. Exactly. Yes. And, um, you know, whichever state gets recreational marijuana, then people from the surrounding states come there as soon as possible to get to get this nasty drug. Yes. And, um, you know... <clears throat> I've been thinking a lot about what the medical marijuana card has done to to law enforcement. And one of the things that I've seen, um, especially perhaps in some of our younger generation of law enforcement officers, is I've seen that um, as soon as a driver of any kind whips out a medical marijuana card and points it at the deputy, that it, it, it causes sometimes the deputy to stop in their tracks and do a double take of what the situation is. Perhaps yes. they stopped a DUI driver in Florida. It's it's drugs, chemical substances, or alcohol, right? Or in many cases, all three. 
So, so they've stopped a vehicle for some kind of traffic violation. Maybe it's a DUI related. They see a medical marijuana card and then they kind of, the deputies kind of stop and go, well, wait a minute, if they're allowed to have marijuana, you know, maybe we shouldn't treat this like a DUI stop. Yes, and, um, but it is a DUI stop. And, and a lot yeah. of these people that are driving with these medical marijuana card do think it's a get out of jail free card. Mm -hmm. Is yeah, that true? And, and certainly this is my concern. And this is some of the things that I've seen. Patients of medical marijuana are still not permitted to operate any vehicle while under the influence of medical marijuana in, in the state of Florida. You know, just because they have a registry card doesn't exempt them from arrest, doesn't exempt them from pros prosecution, doesn't excuse them from any requirement under Florida law to submit to a breath, urine, or blood test. That's right? a very good point. Thank and, you for and, making that. And unfortunately, you know, someone might be possessing perhaps more than four grams of marijuana. We see a medical marijuana card and we're like, okay, well, you know, and again, not me, but I've seen it once or twice. And this caused me some concern. Well, maybe I shouldn't be doing full investigation. Now, as an aggressive uh, traffic and DUI unit, which I work primarily for patrol, I back a lot of those guys and, and ladies up and go, hey, <clears throat> let's, let's see if this person will be willing to do field sobriety exercises uh, or really field impairment exercises. And then let's see if they're impaired. Let's have right. them go through the standard battery. And while I'm not a drug recognition expert, I am trained all the way through the A-RIDE system, if you're familiar with that. Yes. Advanced roadside impairment uh, drug and evaluation. And um, <clears throat> we'll do the standard battery of uh, field sobriety exercises, plus a couple of additional ones, which will help identify perhaps drug driving uh, with marijuana and others. And in many cases, will have more than enough probable cause to make an arrest for DUI that might have been stopped just because the driver pulled out a medical marijuana ID card. And I, I don't see any reason for that. Frankly, anybody that's driving with a medical marijuana ID card is a concern to me because the THC lasts in the system for so long. Many studies I've read are 17 to 24 hours even with a very small amount of marijuana uh, smoking. And you're right? not even or, talking about the chronic, the chronic effect of marijuana because right. it stays I'm, in our system. So you may not have smoked that day, but consumed alcohol. And because it does act on the cannabinoid system and it opens up these receptors, uh, it, it, it causes much greater impairment than it would if, if you weren't using marijuana at all. Well, uh, you make a... Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, the, I, I just wanted to. Well, when you talk about how much marijuana they're allowed to buy at these dispensaries, I just want to like give an equation of how much that really is, because because you can get as many as sixty joints out of an ounce of pot. So you're talking four ounces. Right. In state of Florida, the limit right now for possession medical ID card or not is four ounces. It's a lot of marijuana to pack around. Right. Um, right. This and, isn't a small amount of marijuana. This mm -hmm. is a large amount for and, one and, person know, to possess. Right. And the argument could be made, well, I'm buying a multiple days worth of you know, product and that way I don't have to go back and forth to dispensary. That, that's fine. My concern is just like yours. Anyone that smokes, ingests, whatever, any kind of marijuana or cannabis with THC in their system and then goes out and drives. That driver is a threat to the public. They're potentially in violation of Florida law. 
and it does nothing uh, to help any of us in the in the state or the right. country for that matter. And uh, innocent person, people are being killed, not just endangering themselves, but all the people on the roads around them, right. including per- you guys. No, no question. In in 2020 alone, there were over 750 fatalities in the state of Florida involving alcohol, drugs, or a combination of both. This is directly from Colonel Gene Spaulding of the director of the Highway Patrol here in Florida. Hmm. Uh, the, the quote, these tragedies caused by impaired drivers on our roadways will haunt the families who will never have the chance to hug their loved ones again. That's right. And in the state of Florida, this is what we say. If you're impaired in any capacity, there is no excuse. Do not drive. And, yes. you know, <clears throat> the problem is, is the active medical marijuana card numbers continue to grow. We now have over 500,000 registered Floridians. More than 2,500 so doctors are certified. It's hard to believe that those are all, all medically necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, I'm, I'm not so sure, you know, how that could possibly be. I don't know these people. That's between their, them and their doctor. Right. And, and again, the statistic that I'm most worried about is the number of crashes Yes, that are caused by impaired drivers. The number of uh, <clears throat> the number of fatalities that that causes, and keep in mind, just fatal crashes, seven hundred and fifty in twenty twenty. Hmm. Now, there's only three hundred sixty five a day, so that's two a day every day in twenty twenty. And twenty twenty was supposed to be a low travel year, right? Because of the COVID pandemic. That's right. Uh, that's supposedly. right. And. Uh, <clears throat> Just fatalities. A couple other quick statistics that are interesting. Um, January 18 to December 31st of 20, more than 3,000 drug impaired crashes in Florida, more than 1,800 fatalities, and more than 2,400 people injured by drug drivers. This is just in Florida, right? You know, you know, uh, terrible. Yeah, Deputy Howard, you bring up an excellent point that that is not part of our statistics that that does bother me sometimes. It's not just the people that are killed. What about the people that are maimed for life because of this? Right. They're, they're not even part of the statistics. And, and, and I, I just think that's a, you know something we need to talk about. These people's lives are changed forever. And so out of out of 3000 drug impaired crashes in Florida, 1800 fatalities and an additional 2,400 people with serious bodily injuries. That that is completely and totally unnecessary. It never should have happened. Right. Um, and, and Florida, thank God, just finally started tracking uh, drug-related crashes in an official manner um, back in 2018, which is why I happen to have some of these statistics. And you know, the most interesting part, marijuana impairment is the number one most prevalent drug found in drug drivers. That caused a crash in Florida. Hmm. I'll say it again. Marijuana is the number one. It's not even close to the other, um, like opioids and such. Hmm. Number one most prevalent drug, marijuana. And Hmm. uh, again, totally unnecessary, right? They're Hmm. helping the, the, this helps no one. We have to stop it. Well, we thank you. You're you're helping us uh, bring awareness to this, this. Um, problem that we have on our roads with marijuana. Um, You know why I do this, and and we're just so happy that you've joined us in this uh, public awareness that we'd like to bring forth and uh, educate people 
about what is going on today. Uh, a lot of people go on vacation in Florida, and and that's really scary to think that they could be there with their family, trying to go to the beach, trying to have a good time, and uh, something very serious can happen, like an impaired driver can be slamming into them, like they did into my daughter, and and taking innocent lives. So what you're doing is very important, and we appreciate it very much. And um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we close today? Well, I just want to say this about that. My, my hope heart goes out to you and your family uh, for what you've had to suffer through and all of the residents of the state of Florida and the U.S. for that matter that have been impacted in a horrible way by a drug or a drunk driver. Um, support your law enforcement as much as possible. Uh, support your DUI units, your your traffic investigators, your, your your homicide, traffic homicide investigators, these people are God's angels. They work an ungodly number of hours to investigate these crashes and understand them. Sometimes they take years to finally complete. There was just a a traffic crash, Florida Highway Patrol finally finished investigating in our county that involved the fatality of a family and two unborn children. Um, oh the driver was the, the family was killed by a DUI driver um, and very complicated crash scene. It took them almost two years to finally get it all put together. These folks are, are true heroes. And, um, you know, thank God for Governor DeSantis and the Florida legislature for what they have done for us. But but I call on them to completely retract all medical marijuana laws and and finally enhance DUI um, and, and cannabis possession charges to the felony level. Perhaps charging DUI drivers with a felony might finally be enough incentive to get people to stop drinking, smoking, and driving. I agree with you 100% on that. The it, it needs to be tougher penalties, although as we all know, it's going in the other direction. And um, yeah, I, I'm glad that you have a voice to that as well. Well, thank, well, thank you, you for giving me that voice. I'm happy to be of assistance. Uh, I know that I'll be working extensive DUI shifts this week and next and doing everything I can to try to protect the, the citizens of our county and the state of Florida. Thank you so much, Deputy Howard. It was wonderful talking with you. Have a wonderful day. Yes, ma'am. I look forward to visiting again. Thank you.